Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You ready? in the zone coming to you live from the oaklawn racing casino resort studio oaklawn arkansas's only racing casino resort now here's justin Agri and wes moore on the buzz radio network 20 percent luck 20 percent skill 15 percent concentrated power of will five percent pleasure 50 percent need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down talks picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Because he makes a living from writing Well, thank you I like how you said The Hogs will host We haven't hosted anybody For a long time So we're very excited To uh, play in front of our fans And, and play a very, very good uh, Mississippi State team Well coached uh, Very aggressive team um, uh, But we're excited to be back home uh, you have to get ready for 11 a.m. start, uh, but uh, so so grateful uh, that we get to play in front of our fans. Sam Pittman and the Hogs ready to be back home, and I'm sure the well the Arkansas basketball program is ready to be back home too. SEC media days this week. We're going to head down to Birmingham and check in with John Neighbors, who's hanging out talking to the women today. And I mean, he's usually talking to the women. But he's talking to women's basketball players today. Anyway, so he'll be talking to us, courtesy of First Security Bank, around 10.30 today. We've got Barrett Salee talking to football at 11.30 today. Looking forward to having him on from CBSSports.com. Quinn Grovey will talk some hogs and dogs at about 11.10 today after the red-white report. Quinn brought to you by Bell & Sward up in Conway, our spot to go. We were just there last week, I guess. And then, of course, uh, the Bread White Report brought to you by Big O' Tires. In our final hour today, the most delicious segment of the week, mm. it is the Average Guy Movie Review. Brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi. Chris Alley will be in with a review of a movie I've actually seen. Watched it over the weekend. It's called Reptile. It's Benicia Del Toro. It is Alicia Silverstone. She's apparently okay. still acting. Did you know that? I did no. not. And it's a pretty good film. I enjoyed it. So we'll we'll talk to him and see what he thought of it. About lizards? No. Alligators? Crocodiles? None of that. No? It's about it's a crime story. It's a, a murder. And, oh, Justin Timberlake's also in it. He's been in the news a lot so this So why is week. it called Reptile? Well, you'll have to watch it to see. Okay. Yeah. Some pretty snaky behavior happening. Okay. So there you go. Uh, last night in the... Do you want to talk about this? Yeah, I mean... ALCS, it's fine. Can't win Great them all. Pitcher. You're not supposed to sweep. What do they say about baseball? You were worried about she, you were worried about Scherzer yesterday, yeah, yeah. and it didn't work out too well. Five been, runs. I should have been worried about the Astros' starting pitcher. Yeah, that he's, dude's a stud. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, Scherzer five earned runs last night. Didn't last what four innings? I think he went four. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, it's fine. You're all good. Play again tonight. We got doubleheader tonight. We got uh, who's playing? I guess early or late? No, we're late. Okay. So Phillies in uh, Arizona starts us off this afternoon. A little afternoon baseball on TBS, and then. Rangers and uh, Astros on Fox Sports 1 tonight. Yep, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, respectively. NL first, as Wes mentioned. We also got some college football tonight. James Madison, the class of the Sun Belt, playing at Marshall tonight. You got Rice and Tulsa. Um, and then NFL tonight, what I'm most, most interested in. 7.15 on Amazon Prime. Jacksonville, New Orleans. As we told you yesterday, the Jags have never won in the Superdome. Huh. Neither has Trevor Lawrence. Now, he's banged up a little bit. I didn't realize that. He's got a knee issue, but apparently they're expecting him to play at just under 100%. But, I mean, who's 100% at this point? Saints are minus two. It just seems to be one of those bets, one of those lines, is just begging you to take the Jags, right? I, I, oh, no, I feel the opposite. You do? Yeah. Saints at home by a field goal? Yeah, I think that's a pretty even matchup. Jags are playing pretty good right now. Saints have just got to figure out the red zone issues. They've got plenty of talent. They just got to figure out what's going on in the red zone. Okay. okay. And the thing is, too, this is the, this is the get-right game. Because the Jags' pass defense is awful. Absolutely awful. So they have a better offense right now. Yeah. The Saints have a better defense overall. Although the Jags' defense is decent, just not great against the uh, 
Not ready against the pass. So I need Carr to do some good things tonight. Then I need to look up uh, Alave's numbers for tonight, his over-under yards receiving. That's a good question. That could be a, a good one. They didn't go to him enough the other day. No. Yeah. And it seemed like every time they went to him, he was wide open. Yeah. You're like, He's uh, a great player. Even when he's not, he's making plays. He's so impressive. Yeah. Anyway, that was a frustrating game the other day. We also need to figure out how to get, get Kamara in the passing game a little bit, too. Um, let's see. So we had a bunch of stuff from Basketball Media Day yesterday. Again, brought to you by our friends at First Security Bank. And so we'll uh, get that. We got uh, Brazil visiting with John Neighbors, Devo Davis, Coach uh, Coach Musselman. And then uh, we'll hear from, I guess, Coach Neighbors and what was it, Spencer? And who was the other player that was down there with? Daniels, maybe? Uh, Kayla Daniels. Kayla Daniels. Yep, yep. So those are the two players with coach today. So we'll get that coming up in a little bit. Here is a little bit from Brazil on what he did while he was out last season. And I was glad to hear him say he was basically flattered that he got so much respect with the first team nomination. Yeah. Um, or first first team, it's not even a nomination. I guess it's a placement selection? on the first. Yeah, selection. There you go. Um, because he, you know, he set up most of the year last year. But obviously he showed, he's shown enough that coaches are very impressed with what he's doing. Anyway, here he is on what he did last year. I mean, obviously that, you know, just sitting out, just watching, like, man, you know, I should have done this different or that different, but, you know, stuff happening out happy, you know, you can't change the past. Uh, and, you know, all you can do is, you know, get ready for the next season. And, you know, that's what I was doing the whole nine months, just getting mentally prepared, you know, get my body ready uh, so that I'll be ready for the beginning of the season. John made it to Birmingham. The microphone didn't, apparently, so we're just winging it, I guess. Um, yeah, I feel, I mean, I've been to him, you know, pretty strong. It's, you know, I felt like 100% probably for, you know, about a month now. Um, but, you know, the goal was not to be at 100%, you know, whenever the injury happened. Um, it was to be, come back, you know, be at 110. So um, that's what we're working for right now. Very good. Need him. Pretty big key and key to the whole thing, huh? No, he is. He's going to be big, and I didn't realize how much he was in the plans for last year. Uh, do we have before I spoil this? Do we have something from Musselman talking about uh, Brazil? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so the team was built around Brazil last year. Yeah, I did not realize that with the three freshmen, but they had centered the game around him, and he was going to be the focal point of their offense. Uh, they, they had put in some NBA plays, and, and the ball was kind of go, going through him. And when he got hurt, they had to just adjust on the fly early in the season. And Coach Musselman went on about the you know the rest of the team and how proud he was of everybody else stepping up their game in his absence and, and learning a, a new offense on the fly and changing the role of everybody. And I, I guess I just never realized. And we saw some really good flashes from Brazil early in the season. I just didn't realize that he was going to be the kind of the focal point of their offense. And, and, and that was a severe blow when they went down because they did, like Coach Musselman said, give them credit. They they adjusted on the fly, and it was a seamless transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Devo on being named All-SEC as well, second-teamer. Oh, yeah, it's, it's exciting, and I'm blessed. And um, I can't do it without God and, and not only the coaches and the team, but my family, them all putting me in the position to where I am now. But without without the preseason, um, what would they call it, you know? And so, I mean, it's preseason. It, it, it counts, but it don't count. And like you said, it's really one of what you want at the end of the season, man. I, I think I can get on that first team uh, at the end of the season. I just want everybody to see what I've been working on. Uh, also, here's Devo on playing with an older team. Got a little more experience, a lot of transfers in, obviously, and then, of course, guys like him are growing up. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and not saying that um, both teams aren't talented, because both teams are very talented, just in different ways. And um, just from last year, you have a lot of younger guys that haven't played the college game, but has played really high-level high school. And so um, I think it's, 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 it's different just knowing that they come from two different competitive levels, but mentally and physically the younger guys may hold up a little longer you know or or the older guys may break down so we just want to look and make sure we're taking care of our bodies and things like that but with the older guys um like i said knowledge and, and being in college already is really helping us because they're catching on to schemes and things like that very quickly and that's what we need so continue to put things in so we're not just ready for the first exhibition game we can be ready for down the road you know Yep. The predicted order of finish came out earlier this week. And Arkansas was picked, I think it was third. Right. Um, by the coaches. It almost just kind of slides by. 
the the finish in the SEC. You know, to me, or at least I'm like, okay, whatever. To me, it, it, in basketball, it's all about getting to the this year for the maybe Sweet 16, Elite Eight, whatever, Final Four. That's what it's all about. I, I read a great story, and it was this uh, player who went to uh, Alabama. And he was a transfer, and it came down to his mind between Alabama and Arkansas, and he ended up going to Alabama. And it was a great story in The Athletic. And he said, basically, he loved Coach Musselman and the results of putting players in the NBA and what they've been doing. But he didn't like Musselman taking off his shirt. He just that he didn't like that, and that that was part of his decision to go to Alabama. He since has gone to Memphis now, but he said that he respects the heck out of Arkansas because they're always making runs in the tournament. He said to Alabama, you know, we won the SEC. We had a, a year that we were second in the SEC. We were always doing good in the regular season, but we got into the tournament and we lost in the first or second round, and we're watching Arkansas still playing on the second weekend. He said that's you know that's that's what it's all about, and that's when it hit me. You know, I don't think we do put too much emphasis on the finish in the regular season, do we? Mm-mm. I think it's all about it's not it's about your seeding, of course. Right. You want to get a thing. good seed, mm-hmm. but yeah, I saw someone put out a poll earlier. Where does Arkansas finish in the SEC? First, okay. second, third, fourth, fifth, and I was like, I don't know, don't care really. Yeah, what's their seed going it's, to be? Look, it's nice to win it. Like it'd to be win fun. it, it'd be great to be the regular season champion yeah. and guarantee yourself a one or two seed, but. It's not. You're right. I mean, that's all it's about for me because this is a team that the regular season is not important. For football, mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. and for a lot of sports, it is. For Razorback basketball, you have you have gone beyond that. You've transcended regular season accomplishments. It doesn't matter. You're all about what happens in the postseason now. It is. If you don't get to the Sweet 16, it's a disappointment now, which is great. I'm glad the culture's changed back to where it was. That's got to be the goal for this team. 100. percent Sweet 16. I mean, Final Four. I think for Devo. I mean, if you're finishing up your career, right? Yeah. You're not going to take another step forward. Yeah. I mean, they've shown they can play with the big boys. I mean, knocking off Duke last year was pretty heady stuff, right? And I, and this was not was not a vintage team. It was a team that had some issues, right? North Carolina, right? No, Kansas. Knocking K- off Kansas. Kansas, that's yeah. right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Duke was the team they played the year before and lost to. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, knocking off Kansas was like, okay. Yeah. That was a big deal. So, I'd rather them do it this year, though, since they're the preseason favorite. Uh, here's Devo on the mindset this year. Yeah, um, like like any other game, uh, we're going to prepare to win, and I think we're ready um, to go into Friday, ready to win and dominate how we want to play every other game, and and not just my preparation, but our team preparation has been really good, and that's one thing I can say. Um, we got an older group of guys that um, really help us um, throughout the season. Um, as long as everyone continues to stay healthy and things like that, everything should just fall in place. And overall. I think we're ready. Boy, this is uh, this is a year where Arkansas deserves to stay healthy, isn't it? You know, they've already dealt with Rocket during football, but man, last year injuries that was a storyline, right? For yeah. basketball, baseball, football, everything that was a story. This year, you hope they can stay healthy because that would be pretty fantastic to have all your guys for the season. Yeah, that's why uh, when the uh, which one was it the uh, transfer that missed the red white scrimmage with the reoccurring foot issue? Yeah. Everybody was kind of freaking out. Here we go again. It's a kid from Temple. I think that's right. Battle. Yep, but it sounds like he's uh, okay. battling back, yeah. as it were. Still yeah. got some soreness, apparently, but yeah. And so. then to have Coach Musselman's news yesterday that uh, Brazil's going to be ready to go. Uh, may play a little bit tomorrow night. If not, he'll be uh, Purdue. But they feel like he's good to go unless he has a setback for normal minutes, game one of the season. Is that not wild that there's a game tomorrow? Oh, it's it's crazy. Yeah. No, they to have a script, it just seems very early to be having an exhibition game. Yeah. And then the following week is Purdue. And then Purdue. And, and then November 6th, it's get it on. Go. Yep. Man, it's crazy. Let's take a break a little bit early. We'll check in with John. We'll try to stay ahead of the game a little bit today. Uh, make lunch plans? How about cash? Downtown Little Rock. Uh, valet parking, yes. And great options on the menu. If you want something a little bit lighter, they've got a full complement of uh, salads and lighter choices, but if you're looking for something more substantial too, sandwiches, wraps, pizzas, all kinds of good things happening over there. Lunch and dinner, though, to me, just the tip of the iceberg. If you're looking for a special event spot, that is a great one. It is Cash in Little Rock. And by the way, I don't know if you saw Chris Beard sparring with Bob Holt yesterday. Cash got a name drop yesterday. I'm going to pull that clip in a second. We'll have that for you at some point today, but uh, it's pretty cool that Coach Beard is a fan, and we are too. If you're looking for a special event, 
uh, venue, it is the spot. They've got a smaller room that holds about 30 folks in a great setting. And upstairs, you can get up to 150 comfortably. So, again, if you're planning a wedding event, like a rehearsal dinner or something like that, or if you've got a holiday party you'd like to book, now is the time to get on the on the calendar for Cash Restaurant. 501-850-0265 or CashLittleRock.com. C-A-C-H-E LittleRock.com. Let them be a part of uh, your special event. They do a great job, awesome staff, great menu, and a great venue, and uh, conveniently located with free valet parking. 1021, John Neighbors from down in Birmingham after this. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much longer. First Security Bank presents John Neighbors reporting live from the 2023 SEC Media Days in Birmingham, Alabama. Listen all day for up-to-the-minute news and information. This is SportsCenter. Two games in college football last night to note. Both in Conference USA. Florida International scores a crazy double overtime win over Sam Houston, 33-27. Sam Houston is now 0-7, 0-4 in Conference USA. Future Arkansas opponent FIU picks up their first win in the CUSA. Also, New Mexico State gets to 5-3, 3-1 in CUSA with a 28-7 win over UTEP in El Paso. Tonight on the docket in the college world, it's Rice and Tulsa at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. Both teams are 1-1 one and one in the American. And then a very good matchup in the Sun Belt at 6 o'clock on ESPN. It's undefeated James Madison going on the road to Huntington, West Virginia to take on the 4-2 Marshall Thundering Herd. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville anticipated today's car climate months ago by ordering extra new inventory and assembling a fleet of quality used cars. Call 501-982-2102. Trade now because prices could soon be headed in the wrong direction. Plus, get the relief of no payments until after New Year's. Watney Chevrolet will get you right before the storm on the horizon. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. You know that crushing feeling when you click print on your PC and the doggone machine just won't print? Well, I fixed that. Hello, my name's Tim Stanley. I'm the new owner of Business World, a TDS IT company. We're an IT company with a long history in the imaging channel, and I fixed the printer conflict by using my Arkansas-based IT help desk. Call us at 501-374-7000 for more details on how a true IT-managed services company running your business will keep all your printers and scanners up and running all the time. Little Rock, get ready. This Saturday, get started early. At Brewski's, we'll be opening at 10.30 a.m. for the Mississippi State vs. Arkansas game kickoff at 11 a.m. And then Brewski's will be showing UFC 294 live from Abu Dhabi at 1 p.m. along with all the college football action. Drink specials all Saturday to go along with your burgers, wings, sandwiches, and loaded fries. Doors open early this Saturday, 10.30 a.m. for the Hogs 11 a.m. kickoff. Then UFC 294 at 1 p.m. It's Brewski's. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Acri and Wes Moore have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. She see money all around me. Got an old phone laying around? I'm sure you do. We all do. In a drawer somewhere, tucked away, back in the closet. Quatney Chevrolet is turning those old, useless phones into down payment assistance. The older the phone, the more money you get. So take advantage of what's going on at Guatney Chevrolet right now. Still got great, great deals like 0% financing on the Silverados, good financing on the Equinox. No payments for the rest of the year. It's a great incentive, too. Still paying top dollar for those quality cars, trucks, SUVs that you trade in. They're selling a bunch of 
used vehicles right now at Quatney Chevrolet, and they need to replenish the stock. So that's why they're paying top dollar to get quality cars right now. Good deals right now at the website, QuatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the inventory. Pick out the vehicle you want. Then head to Jacksonville. It's the Gregory Street exit, and let them make a deal for you right now. They're trying to get rid of those 2023s because the 2024s are arriving. It's all happening at Guatney Chevrolet. You know, we don't have McDonald's All-Americans on this roster. That's not what I want. Was that Beard? Yes. I'm trying to get Beard, but not that. Here we go. I have a question about Arkansas. Uh, well, sort of. It's about it's about your athletic director. You know where, where Keith's from, right? He's from Arkansas. He's from Perryville, Arkansas. Let's talk about Arkansas. What What's your favorite restaurant in downtown Little Rock? I, I live in Fayetteville. Um, you don't go to Little Rock's capital. I know, but I live in Fayetteville. That's where the university is. You don't live in Jackson, do you? No, but I go to Jackson a lot. Well, okay. Well, in Little Rock, Flying Fish downtown is that's really good. good. I've had that. Yeah, it's recommend that. Healthy. Cash is fine dining. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm not a real fine dining person, but I like cash. Yeah. Um, um, I do too. Got more from Beard coming up. I'm. Screw this whole thing up all the way around, pretty much. Anyway, let's head down to check in with John Neighbors. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. All right, John Neighbors, what's up? What's going on, fellas? Just uh, trying to get through our day, John. It's been one of those mornings. But anyway, everything's great, and uh, happy to see Arkansas getting a little preseason love. Devo, Brazil, and I know you had a chance to talk to both them, Coach Musselman. Expectations certainly very high for Arkansas basketball, and appropriately so, yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, it's not even just something that, uh, you know, we feel in Arkansas, but just talking with even media members from various places, and I mean, because let's be honest, mostly the media members there for Alabama and Auburn and whatnot, but... Uh, almost everybody I talked to or that I met when talking about Arkansas, they're all like just always impressed by Muss and about the team. And uh, a lot of them expect to, them to have a great year, which is so funny. They got picked third, which is great. But uh, so many people I talked to, they're like, "Oh yeah, if there's a team from the final from the SEC that's going to go to the Final Four, people are picking Arkansas." So it's a, it's a lot of respect going around. Why is that? I think it's just because they see what Arkansas does in, in postseason and in March Madness. And, you know, they, they've done a good job, of course, you know, to go into the Elite Eights and whatnot. But I just think that from last season, seeing how Arkansas was the 10th best team in the SEC as far as record-wise, and then they go into the tournament and they're able to beat Kansas and knowing all they went through with losing Brazil for the whole year and the, the drama with Nick Smith and not knowing if he's going to play or not and couldn't get anything going. The fact that they were able to pull that off, I think, really just opened people's eyes of like, okay, this isn't just a team that had a, a lot of talent that was able to go through and beat some lesser teams or anything like that. This is just a team that's going to be tough, that's going to be well-coached, and that's built for March. And I think people are just starting to see the consistency of what they continually to put out. And knowing that they have Devo back and, and knowing Brazil and how good he is and what he's done in the transfer portal with Khalif Battle coming in, L. Ellis coming in, and, and a lot of other guys, I think that they just see that it's a machine in Arkansas where they're constantly going to be competing, maybe not always for SEC regular season titles, but once March Madness hits, uh, you can never count them out from winning a bunch of games. I'm seeing some tweets that Brazil put on a show in front of the NBA scouts the other day. Have you heard anything about that practice? Uh, I heard a little bit of it, and yeah, I heard the same thing, that Brazil looked just incredible. Like, really some jaw-dropping type of stuff. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing, too, hearing it from him where... He's talked about his health and his recovery, and we know that he has been going really well and recovering faster even than what Eric Musselman and the coaching staff uh, originally thought, which is great. But he made a comment where uh, he said, uh, I'm, 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 I've been 100% for a while. He's like, I've been 100% for a while, but that's not good enough. I need to be at 110%. And I followed up with him afterwards. I was just like, so what's the difference between 100 and 110 and he says, well, the 10% is my mentality of knowing that I can get back to where I'm not fearing about getting injured or not letting it, my injury get into my mind. He's like, physically, I am 100%, but he's like, I'm still working on my mindset of making sure that I still play with the reckless abandon that I have before. So apparently just his physicality, his mindset, and the way that he's worked towards a lot of things has just been wowing a lot of people. And I think that that's where people also think that he's going to be such a huge factor for this year's team. Did you ask Devo, or have you asked Devo? I know that was it came up yesterday in conversation about his motor and where that comes from. Obviously, these guys are all working hard from a conditioning standpoint, but he's built a little bit different. Did you guys ever talk about that? 
Uh, yeah, it was more like because it's weird how it's set up here. Usually they have the the coaches and players come in and uh, around the same time like last year and this year it was around lunchtime when Muss and them came in beforehand. So we got a little uh, off the record and on the record conversations, but. Uh, the off the record stuff, yeah. Devo just talks about how it's it's now just a, a almost a routine for him with his conditioning after four years under Eric Musselman and knowing what the things that work for him and the success that he's able to have. It's just no longer like he's having to do anything. It's just his routine. And I think even uh, Brazil was saying yesterday too that there's players on the team that have seen that the transfers and the newcomers that see what Devo has been doing and. And they're and they're trying to mimic it and trying to imitate it a little bit of just his not only his mindset but just go, going through the workouts and going through the conditioning and going through the early gym workouts and all of that because they want to be to his level. So uh, whatever he's doing, he's figured that part of it out and he's just going to keep on doing it and it's working well for him. Uh, Jalen Graham was one of those uh, head scratchers last year and it was really puzzling to me when he decided he was coming back. Uh, I thought he was going to go or maybe he was going to be told to go play somewhere else. What do they say about Jalen Graham? Well, fun little story about Jalen Graham, and uh, this is something I heard just a few months ago, but it's something to where when he was going through the end of the season, you know, the processing of knowing, okay, which players are coming back, which not, apparently he was very adamant and very, they don't want to call it begging, but almost just making sure he did everything he could to must and the staff to say, I want to come back. I want to work on my game. I want to be here. I, I want to do these things. And, I think that really stood out to Musk and the coaching staff to say, all right, well, these are the things you're going to have to do and get better at. And Musk continues to say that practice-wise, his practicing is night and day. It's so much better for what he's doing in these practices, what's being asked of him. And the one thing that he said that he still continues to work on, but it has improved, but needs to work on continually, is his rebounding. He says that he's a, he says that one-on-one, there's not many people offensively that can stop what Jalen Graham can do. But can he go out there and get in traffic and get rebounds and go up uh, go up for the ball at the right time and, and be aggressive that way? They said that's what they've been working on. They say he's improved on it. He still needs to improve on it. But it looks like just as far as the defense and the rebounding, he's at least an improved player from what we saw a year ago. Can you get a feel of which one of these transfers is, is uh, showing the most so far? <laughs> I think it's Khalif Battle. Uh, just from what the conversations have been, he, he's just an all-around player and a guy that can go and get his at any time. And then and there's been a lot of guys too, of course. You know, they, they've been really happy with L. Ellis and you know stepping that road now that Minifield can't play. He's he's kind of had to carry a little bit more of a load, but they've been impressed by him and they really like uh, what what Davenport's been bringing too, as far as his personality to the team. But I keep hearing that Khalif Battle is just a, another level dude, and and in fact. I was looking at some of the, uh, the you know the Vegas odds and, and looking at Wooden Award winners you know preseason, and the only player that's really listed across the board is Khalif Battle for Arkansas, the only player that has odds hmm. to be the Wooden Award winner. So hmm. I think that they've just been really impressed by him and what he's been able to accomplish just in the short period of time. I know he had that injury in the red white game, but he looks to be good to go, looks to be a hundred percent, and. They feel like he can be that guy where late-game situations, whether it's getting to the foul line and hitting big free throws or just creating his own shot or hitting a big three, whatever it is, they feel like he's just the all-around offensive player that they're really needing this year. If there was a starting five name today, what would it look like? Oh, geez, yeah. We, we actually discussed this last night, uh, us in the Arkansas media. I mean, obviously you're going to have Trevin Brazil and Devo Davis. That, that's not even a question. Those guys are going to be starting. I think at least in the beginning of the year, you're going to have Makai Mitchell once again, starting at the five, just for experience sake. Maybe that changes and depending on who they go up against, but I think he starts. I think that you have Khalif Battle, and then I think you have L. Ellis. I think those are your starting five right there. And we know Muss, he, he likes to tem- he likes to temper little things and, and tweak little things here and there throughout the season. But uh, if it was to start today, I would I would go ahead on a limb and say those would be the guys that would get the uh, the start. And then of course having Jalen Graham come in, having Tremont Mark come in, having uh, Jeremiah Davenport come in off the bench. I just don't know if these freshmen are going to play, guys. I'm, I'm just being honest. Uh, I, I don't think but Bay Fall is going to play much at all this season, and I, I don't think Layden Walker is going to play much at all this what? season. So. Yeah, I don't think either of them are going to do it, just well, you, being honest. You just named eight guys, and I i mean, you named eight big-time guys. That's about that's that. that's Musselman. You know, that's what he he does, yeah. seven, eight guys. And I, yeah. I mean, you didn't mention Pinion, you know. He feels like yeah. Yeah, he's improved his defense, and he played well. In the, granted, it's the red-white game, but, you know, he played well in that game. 
This is a deep yeah, team. I, oh, yeah, it is. And it's, you know, it's not to say that they won't play any minutes or there won't be moments and games where they play. I mean, we were laughing about it last, uh, last night. Like, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but remember Mikel Mitchell going for like an absolute crazy double double on the road against Kentucky? Where yep, it was like, yeah. he was just going nuts. It's like, what was that? I think you're going to see moments of like that for random players this year, too. And Pinion, I think, could be one of them where he's just. You know, goes in and, and hits a bunch of threes and gets it going. But as far as consistency, as far as guys that once March Madness starts, once the tournament starts, these are the dudes. I feel like it's going to be those eight unless one of them just really showcases and develops as the season goes on. Brazil talked about depth yesterday. Uh, with Chandler Lawson, man, I'll start with him. He, um, you know, he does all the little things and that you know that other people don't want to do, but you know. Uh, he can also shoot it. Um, he's gonna run the floor every time. Uh, you know, he's just a great. He's, he's a great, you know, player to have, play with. And he's fun to play with. Uh, with Kai, you know, you know what you're gonna get with him. Um, you know, he's an elite rebounder. Um, he can block shots at a high level, and you know, he just takes up a lot of space. You know, uh, in practice, man, it's so I hate when he guards me because uh, you know, it's wingspans, a couple inches longer than mine, so you know, it's, it's difficult. And then. Uh, Jalen Graham, obviously, man, he had a complete turnaround from last year. Um, the summer was really good for him. Uh, obviously, he can score, but um, he's doing the little things now. You know, it's like talking and, uh, and sprinting on the floor and running the floor and just, you know, being a great teammate. Yeah, communicating and working hard are things that are valued by Coach Musselman and just about every other basketball coach on earth. <laughs> so let's go ahead and play hard and let's talk. Those are good things. Yeah, those, those those can be helpful, I hear, and in, in sports, if you do those things. In all seriousness, Graham could be a great X factor for Arkansas if he somehow yeah. is able to stay on the floor, do the things at the other end. We all know about the offensive prowess. Oh yeah, and and the thing is too, like you think about just last year, even the year before, like how many offensive threats did they truly have? Like just individually, like last year, of course, you know, Nick Smith would have been if he would have played, or even Brazil. But other than that, like Council was maybe your best bet. Uh, as far as offensive power. And then yep. the year before that, it was J.D. Note and pretty much nobody else. I mean, Jalen Williams would get his or Mude would get his every so often, but as far as consistency, you haven't had that. So that's what – defense is important. We all know that that's what must value is more than anything, but it would just be nice this year, and I think they got guys that are capable of it, nice this year to just have multiple offensive threats. Mm. You know, Jalen Graham would be, of course, one of them. Khalif Battle, Trevin Brazil. These are the guys that can show and have the capability of scoring, but will it be consistent? Will it be something that they can count on? Will it be something that they can, depending on the matchup and depending on who they're going against, go and get theirs? I would love just to see that to where it's like, I know this dude right here is going to get 18 mm-hmm. points tonight. Like, I just would love to have that every single night. Well, I think you're going to have different guys go off on occasion. And you said the C word a minute ago, John. No, the other one, consistent. And I love that C word because that's the thing about Devo. He, again, he's a guy that has lit it up from outside. But, you know, we saw him shoot well in the red-white game. He has shown flashes where he is knocking down perimeter jumpers. I'm not sure that needs to be the primary part of his focus, but it's nice to have guys that can do it on a more regular basis. We've seen him do it in flashes and and in, in stretches, but to see him do it on a regular basis, I don't know how much he worked on his perimeter shooting. We've seen the videos. We've yeah. seen the, the posts at 12.30 in the morning, him being in the gym, going in the lab, doing his thing, so I hope it pays off. Yeah, I would bet. I would bet a lot of money, guys, that you're going to see Devo's three point percentage as a season. I, I would say in the upper thirty percent, like just a, a really uh, an improved thing where he's got the confidence to him. I think he's been given more of a green light to do those things, and he's shown some consistency. Muss has been going off about how great he's been in practicing at his three point shooting, and just not only the amount that he's putting the work in, but also, just a consistency that he, there it is again, the word that uh, you love, how much he's putting it in and, and getting get into the basket at a, at a high clip. So, man, it's just, that's what makes this team so exciting is the potential. And I think we all know that Muss's teams are going to be good, but offensively, defensively, depth, experience, leadership, uh, camaraderie, all of it is there. It's just a matter of can they put it together? Can they be consistent? Can they make it happen at the right time? And can they move forward? They got all the pieces for making a huge run this season. John on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, this one writes, do we have a point guard? I mean, L. Ellis is probably going to be your best bet at it. You do have one with Keon Minifield. I think we all know that that was the guy that they were really counting on. But uh, when he was deemed ineligible this season, they've really moved on to making L. Ellis that guy. And I think he's capable of it. And again, just the red-white game. It's what we keep referring to, but it's all we got. 
he was a guy that had six assists in that game and uh, looked like he had some really great passes and was looking ahead to try to make a play because he, I mean, you guys know this, he averaged an incredible amount of points last year for Louisville. Granted, they were terrible, but hmm. I think that that's something to where Muss has been working with him on. Like, hey, we know you can score, but we need you to be a distributor. We need you to be a guy that helps other guys score too. And I think he's accepted that role. I think he's been all about that role. And I feel like he's probably going to be the best bet at the point guard position for finding guys because, let's be honest, last year they wanted and they built this offense around Trevin Brazil and Nick Smith, but Brazil especially for what? Lobs. Lobs. Throwing it up to the guy because they know he can go get it. And we saw a little bit in Maui last year, too, with Anthony Black throwing it up to him, just how incredibly unstoppable that type of offense can be. I think that they have that with L. Ellis. They want him to really utilize and look at Brazil and be able to lob it up. He's improved at that, but I think he's going to have to be the guy. And uh, I don't know if they're going to have anybody else to step up into that role, but I think he's the best bet, and I think he's capable. John, what are the uh, women up to today? What's the schedule? Yeah, well, the uh, the Razorback women are going to go around the 2.45 to 4 o'clock. And the reason I say around, because it's... As you guys can imagine, 14 teams, 14 coaches, 14 players in a small space. It's pretty, it's pretty unorganized and pretty wild. So uh, they're going to be going uh, through that today, and uh, I'll get a chance to, to check them out and, and see exactly uh, what to expect out of them. I'm looking forward to talking with Coach Neighbors because here's the thing. Uh, he's, he's done a really good job at Arkansas. We know he's brought in a lot of great players in. We know that he's had uh, some really successful seasons of the year, of course, when they when they ended up beating uh, Baylor and UConn in the same day. Like that was just such or same season. That was such a crazy thing. Mm -hmm. And so they got to take the next step of getting to the NCAA tournament and winning games like that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, But but uh, today, of course, uh, you got uh, a few teams going early in the part of it. Alabama, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt and Tennessee and Ole Miss. But the afternoon is when it gets pretty insane because you have not only uh, Texas A&M, which we know has been really good, you got South Carolina, then Arkansas, then LSU, mm. all there in a row. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a heavy lifting afternoon. And Arkansas actually goes right before LSU. And I don't know if you guys heard, but LSU's really good. And yeah. they have a player named Angel Reese that is very, very well known. So I'm sure that's going to be a zoo over there when it comes to people trying to get access to them. But it's going to be a great afternoon, though, yeah. especially with a lot of these uh, great teams. Well, Ben, Lyft transferring into, we talked about her a little bit, John, yesterday, too. I mean, the, the rich get richer. I mean, she's a you know star on anybody's team, and for her to transfer to LSU, everybody wanted her after she left Louisville. It was a pretty big score for LSU coming off the national championship. Um, I would like a question about depth in the league because here's the thing: Arkansas was picked sixth, right, in the league. Mm-hmm. That's right. They got one vote in one of the polls nationally, so I'm wondering if maybe the depth isn't quite there. Maybe my expectations are a little too high, but I would expect the sixth best team in the SEC to get more than a vote in the poll, right? Like I would expect way more than that. Well, yeah, and then also, like, LSU, South Carolina, Tennessee, those are your one, two, three. Like, those three are above and beyond, especially LSU and South Carolina. Like, right. those, those teams are just next level. But, like, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, it kind of feels like, you know, a little bit of, like, football in the SEC West where it's like there's just not really any other teams that may compete for a national title or even an SEC title. But, I mean, if you told me Arkansas was going to finish fourth, I don't think anyone would be surprised. But if Arkansas finished ninth, uh, it wouldn't be surprising, not because of their bad team, but just like you said, the depth. You see a lot of teams maybe may going 11 and 7, 10 and 8, and a bunch of them are all in a row there in the middle of the pack of the SEC. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think the depth's there for sure. Yeah, ask, well, I, I, but I'm wondering if it is. So that's why I'd be curious to ask Coach Neighbors, like, what do you expect the league yeah. to put in the NCAA tournament this year? Because, again, you don't have to be in a top 25 to make the tournament, but I just think that's a little surprising that there isn't more love in the preseason for the league overall. You're right. It's very top heavy for sure, but. Yeah, and it's been a conference that's really good at women's basketball. I mean, it's been yeah. better at men's basketball as time has gone on, but women's basketball, it's definitely had a lot of a lot of great teams and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's a question because I know people have been asking for the men's side of it, so I'm sure it will be the same question asked for the women's side of it too. Okay, well, good stuff, John. I appreciate it. We'll have all that sound from the women's side of things tomorrow. We appreciate your coverage. We thir- certainly want to thank First Security Bank. Always good to sponsor our trips to media days, whether it's football or basketball, and I know you've enjoyed it, and you're going to take – Tomorrow off, right? And go up and watch a little football this weekend and maybe catch some uh, exhibition basketball tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I plan on uh, doing a little bit of both and, and, and checking it out and seeing. And hopefully it's a, it's a fun weekend that involves winning because it's been a while since I haven't had a winning weekend. So that's, that's what we're going for. Who would upset you more if Arkansas's basketball team lost tomorrow or if Arkansas's football team lost on Saturday? Football, football. 100%. 
Yeah, like this is a, I mean, I'd be pretty concerned be if their it. basketball team lost in an exhibition game to Tyler. UT Tyler is traditionally one of the best teams in in a. I... <laughs> yeah, you know they they got some really good players. They got good kids, seniors that can yeah. hit threes. You Transfers, know, they, they, you just they're going to get you. Transfers, yeah. yeah, yeah. These guys were four stars coming out of high school. They they know how to play. David Basil, who I adore, has become this guy. You see my picks. You see my picks. It's hard to miss him. Oakland's put him right in my face every time I go to the website. Um, and he's, he likes Arkansas this week to win and cover. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd go with winning and covering. That's, that's probably what I'm going to predict. I think they take care of business. Hey, listen, Mississippi State's not top five in the SEC in any statistical ranking except for kickoff return and penalties. So I, I like Arkansas's chances. I'm not sure that's accurate, John. I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. I got the game notes, uh, man. I've been running Fumbles reading. recovered, fifth in the SEC. Okay, so... Uh, Fewest so penalties yeah, per well, game, second. Case, I'm, changing my, I'm changing my answer now. Fewest yards penalized, fourth. Really doing a good job of that. You said penalties. Yeah, they're playing clean football. That's about it. Let's see, there you go. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I'm, okay. yeah, I'm kind of right. Somewhat close. Anyways. Would you say uh, what's more likely, Arkansas loses or wins by double digits? That's a good question. I I'm just gonna got go pause. With, That's our question of the day. Just yeah. became. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that is a good one. I would say it's more likely that Arkansas wins by double digits. Okay. They've lost five in a row. Yeah. Did have they? Have they lost five in a row? I didn't, wasn't aware. Four and a half. I figured that should have been in the papers this morning when I was reading it. Bob Holt was too busy sparring with Chris Beard. By the way, I really, I'm, I said it on Twitter yesterday. I would honestly pay money. I would pay a subscription. Not a lot, a couple bucks a month. But I would pay a subscription for a Bob Holt reality show. Just Bob doing his thing and hanging out with his cat and doing, doing Bob Holt things. I just think it would be awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why he's a constant source of entertainment. And when he comes out with this, quote, young guys of the media, he loves doing it because he, he's just a good time and, is always he's you know for an older guy that everyone thinks he's you know slower and everything he is the wittiest like quickest dude to come back on things yeah. like with Chris Beard yesterday he's yes. like well you don't go to Little Rock it's where the capital is and he goes well do you, do you go to Jackson it's like just on top of it all the time it's yeah. great well, he knows his capitals I'll give him that John good work <laughs> always uh, safe safe travels home tonight we appreciate you we'll catch up with you next week but uh, we'll look forward to having some stuff from the women we'll play that back tomorrow for the listeners at home. All right, sounds good, fellas. Appreciate it. Is this a make or break year for Mike Neighbors? If he doesn't go to the tournament, do they fire him? Man, uh, I mean, fire is a big word, but I mean, you got to go to the tournament. It's, it's a big word for me. It's really being sarcastic. Uh, no, I, I didn't know say. we were having a serious discussion. John's like concerned now. Season ticket sales are up. Interest is up. That's because of him and this yeah. program. I, I love him. Happening. I yeah. want him to do well. I really want him yeah. to win a bunch. You just can't be like in the bottom four of the conference. Like you can't be eleven, twelve, thirteen, or fourteen. You got to you got to do better than that. And you got to get to the t- you got to get to some sort of postseason to give people hope and inspiration that you're going to get it going. John, the NIT needs a champion too. Yeah, well, they, do you know who won it last year? I don't know who won the NCAA last. Oh yeah, I do it was LSU. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know who won the men's NIT though either. So I'm not a misogynist. Exactly. Just, I just don't know. You're right. Anyway, all right. I uh, appreciate you, buddy. See you later. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, John Neighbors. Thanks to First Security Bank. Wes, what's wrong? Twitter was underlining Saturday on our question of the day. How dare like it? I misspelled it. And it says to put on Saturday. Oh. Grammar-wise. Yeah. But as a broadcaster, I always drop the on because it just makes the sentence Efficient. shorter. Yes. yes. Quicker words. Quicker sentences. Yeah. All right, 1049. We'll wrap up our first hour after this break. Need tires? Need a new set of tires? One tire? Big O Tires has got deals for you right now. Selected tires, big money off. Go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals. See all the great deals they have at Big O Tires. Great selection of tires, all the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire. And remember, they do more than just tires. They'll work on your brakes, your alignment, oil changes. They do a lot of things. Mechanics are on hand right now to help you get your car running back as good as ever. Put you out on the road, no time. Big O Tires in Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Go check out our friends at Big O Tires. That is the team we trust. The best way to show up for tailgate season? 
is with Mark McClarty Ford. Come see one of the largest selections of the best tailgating vehicles stadium parking lots have ever seen. And right now, take a whopping $12,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. That's $12,000 off. All with a five-star legendary car buying experience. Come visit Mark McClarty Ford today. Off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Better prices, even better customer service. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight and Emily has gymnastics. Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is stuffed cabbage rolls for only $6.49 per pound with seasoned carrots for $4.49 per pound. You're in the zone with Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Give me a path to follow, and I'll tread any dangerous road. I will beg and I'll steal, I will borrow, if I can make, if I can make your heart my home. Throw me to the water, I don't care how deep or shallow, because my heart Some of the offensive struggles you guys have had is maybe due to miscommunication. Uh, well, there was some d- yesterday for sure. Uh, uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember the other games. I've already been watching four or five, you know, Jaguar games. So, um, you know, but for sure yesterday there was some miscommunications. There was, uh, you know, some audibles that were done, and we're not on the same page, and all those things. And until we get on the same page, um, there's going to be sucky feelings, and so. Um, you know, if it takes extra time studying, if it takes extra time, you know, with your coach, uh, whatever it takes to make sure that you know when those situations come up, we we can just do the right things. We have we have the talent to do the right things, but we have to do the right things, even if the look may change this much, you know, um, to finish those drives. Uh, Der- well, that was weird. Derek Carr getting ready for the game tonight. Amazon Prime, seven fifteen. Saints hosting the Jags for your Thursday night football game, and the Jaguars dealing with, uh, well, some recent success, but also an injured Trevor Lawrence, who all expectations are he'll play tonight. So are you playing Thursday? I'm going to do everything I can to be out there. Um, you know, I'm, I, you know I, I feel 
feel a lot better today than I would have thought. So I like how I'm progressing, and you know I'm going to do everything I can to, to be out there on Thursday. Listen, this is not a division game. I strongly encourage Trevor Lawrence to take the week off. I think he should definitely rest up. It's a short week. You've been in London lately. I mean, you really need to take some time. I think you should definitely rest up. I don't know who their backup is, but I think Trevor Lawrence should take the day off. Don't you? He needs to get right. Yeah. I mean, it's a long season. It is. So the Jacks played Sunday mm-hmm. in London? No, that was a couple weeks ago, but I'm just saying oh. they've recently been over there. Okay. I don't know who they played Sunday. Or where I they said, played. that's unfair. No. Not only to be over there for a couple weeks, then to come back home in a short week play New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know who they uh, beat last week, but they've been on a little roll here. Okay. Well, that's Chris Kane just told me he wants him to rest too. Yeah, really? Yeah, and that surprises me. Well, he feels like the backup's good enough to beat the Saints. Does he? Yeah, idiot. Uh, Probably does. I think the dome will be rocking tonight. Thursday oh my God, night yeah. game. It's going to be a lot of fun. They beat the Colts at the Colts last, or they beat the Colts at home last week, thirty-seven right. yeah, twenty. After right. beating the Bills that. in London, and they also beat the terrible Falcons the week before. That's a three-game winning streak, yeah. bud. And I don't care how you slice it. <sighs> I, I like Jackson. See, I've watched the Saints the two times they've looked like trash. Yeah, and I'm I'm tainted. I feel like the Jags are the team to beat and should be favored even in New Orleans tonight. But I didn't see the Jaguars game against the Patriots. You know, to where I've seen the good got, Saints. I've only seen the bad Saints this year. The Jags got smoked by the Texans too, which other teams have lost, including the Saints did recently. So. But again, they were a lot closer than the Jags were a couple weeks ago. Texans are a nice team. Yeah, they're okay. They're, I bet they could be a 500 team. Yeah, they're fine. They're okay. It, it just goes to show why these guys are putting their futures in their quarterbacks. I mean, C.J. Stroud has made such a huge impact down there in Houston. He's completely turned that program around. That's Ethan. Ethan in for our buddy Christian today, who's taking the entire week off. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not working here. so He's probably feeling a lot better today after his Astros won last night. I imagine he is. Uh, NFL Commissioner, let's stay with football for a moment. Roger Goodell has been working on a contract extension, and apparently they have gotten it together. They announced that he has been signed to a three-year extension. It runs through March. March of 27. He uh, signed a five-year extension in 2017, and obviously he's doing a good job with the media rights. He is the anti-Pac-12 commissioner in the fact that he's got the TV part of it down. The rest of the things that he does that are frustrating, obviously, are not being, uh, they're not enough of an impact for the owners because they're continuing to re-sign him for big, big numbers. There was speculation this morning on Twitter from some NFL writers that this would be it. This would be his final contract, and he would retire at the age of 67 in 27. If he's making what we think he's making, $40 million plus a year, why wouldn't you? Go enjoy your life, my man. Yeah. They, and they showed the past two commissioners, they all retired in their early to mid-60s. Yeah. If I was making the money he's making, I would already be retired. I'd be camped out on the Amalfi Coast right now, drinking a uh, Peroni. A couple more years to make sure your great-grandkids are okay. Good point. Yeah, this is truly generational money, there's no doubt. 10.58, we're up against it. The Red-White Report brought to you by Big O Tires coming up. Quinn Groville will join us. Thanks to Bell and Sward. We've got Barrett Salee from CBSSports.com. and talk a little high school football with Between the Mats. Huh. Matt and Matt will join us as well in Three the weeks to go. 11 o'clock hour. I know we're getting down to the nitty and the gritty. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Mokin 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Fence Brokers present Zach Williams every Tuesday when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes to talk about what's happening on the Hill and what to expect from this week's big game. Zach Williams in the 